0: Welcome back to consecutive day 721 of a diary of a runpreneur. Um, please remember that this vlog is part of the Runpreneur Challenge, which is my fundraising mission to save the lives of children by attempting the ultimate ultra marathon. So find out more about the challenge, how you can support it. Check the link in the comment below. But do give us a subscribe and a share, as the more people we get in front of, the more money we raise. Thanks for your support. Let's get started. So, consecutive day, 721, nine days away from the two-year milestone, which is uh, fast approaching, which is super cool. So, uh, Sunday evening today, I'm running again, getting close to dusk, it's quarter past eight at night, so over to the right, which is beautiful, and uh, just going through some rural country roads. Uh, it's been a... Pretty cool weekend. Nothing hugely eventful to talk about, but the topic today is uh, my. Uh, is about, it's about. It's a common thread. I spoke to it about yesterday about about um, under sevens football and elitism and and mass inclusion, and I, I kind of touched on that debatable topic. But today I was at a um uh, well basically a, a half day football tournament for the under sevens with my youngest James they did really well they came uh, second out of the whole competition which was uh, pretty cool and they they probably could have won it on uh, how they actually played but ten minute games quick fire it's uh, sometimes you don't get a chance to correct a mistake that you would in a much longer game but um, by and by the result wasn't important what happened today mortified me a little bit right so with these tournaments you get generally speaking the clubs that, that host them will utilise kind of youth players or youngsters to referee them it's good experience for for the youngster and uh, it's also a um, you know great way to get people to help so they pull upon their um their kind of uh, youth based teams or young adults so under 16s and above maybe and um so we had this guy reffing and you know it wasn't, wasn't his fault at all like basically one of uh, my son he, he got, went in for a big tackle and he was writhing around in pain in clear discomfort. Now, I do a lot of refing for um, that age group. And in fact, any children's age group, I would expect the same. Because it's all about the safety of the children and the welfare of the children, which is the most important thing. And uh, if a player goes down injured, even if they're not injured, you just don't take the chance. You attend to them immediately to make sure they're OK to continue. And you stop the play, it doesn't matter. I know that, you know, the adult football, they'll let the, the game go on for a little bit longer. You don't do that with children. It's not ever recommended that you do so, because, you know, kids kids could be hurt, and you need to make sure that their safety and welfare is number one priority. So he let the game go a little bit. So I had to shout across to him, say, ref, play down, and then run onto the pitch. OK, now, clearly this upset the opposition manager um, because I think they may have been on the attack. I mean, to put it in perspective, they actually beat our team in the end. This team, anyway. So it wasn't. Uh, it didn't affect the result in any way, shape, or form. But um, what surprised me is that the competitiveness of this, of this coach. He went as far to say about a player. I know it was my son, but he's not hurt. And I said, I said, just, just you know, back off, please, um, because. Children's safety is the most important. I don't care that your team was on the attack. I, I would have no problem with the referee stopping the game if your team were on the attack. Sorry, if our team was on the attack, if one of your players were down injured. It's just the, the safety of the child is the most important thing. And he he almost got in a, like a slagging, engaging uh, you know, match with me. And I, I probably didn't deal with it as well as I could because I snapped back at him and pointed the finger saying... You know, that he needs to take a good look at himself and, uh, and all that sort of things. And maybe I shouldn't have dealt with it that way. And it it didn't get messy, but there was a few words exchanged. You now, we shook hands at the end, as you always shake hands and, you know, win, lose or draw. You know, that's the etiquette of the game. And uh, it was fine. But it just amazed me that a fellow coach, right, the ref didn't stop the play. First and foremost, a more experienced ref would have stopped the play immediately. Okay, no problem. Not the ref's fault. He's a young kid. He's learning how to ref. And... In truth, truth be told, he was very good. He held, he, he refed probably 20 odd games and did them amicably, uh, sorry, admir- admirably. Um, so nothing, no problem with the ref, experience and uh, you know that's fine. But this opposing coach to almost imply that any child was was not hurt and that the game should go on was shocking, and it really kind of surprised me. So uh, if anybody's got any thoughts on this. Let me know. I'm not, I'm not Mother Teresa by any stretch. And, uh, but when it comes to children and sport or any form of exercise, if a child is, is, is down and then in discomfort, you stop. And you make sure that child's okay before you continue, no matter what level they're at. And uh, it just surprised me that this guy was clearly more concerned with winning over the safety of a child. And it, it really kind of mortified me a little bit to think there are people out there who are coaching... A team—they're uh, responsible for their kids—and if that's the attitude or the mindset he has, that if a player goes down, you don't make sure they're okay. That's not—that's not acceptable in my opinion. But uh, by and by, other than that, it was a really good tournament and uh, really really hot. I'm absolutely scorched. I'm pretty sunburned. So running tonight at dusk, there's a nice cool breeze. It's still about 20 degrees, but it's not in the blaring or glaring sun sunlight, which was uh, it's pretty brutal for about four hours we were in it this morning, with no shade, but um, yeah, so other than that, this weekend um, it's just a family weekend, we've had lots of friends over, um, nice to see my oldest, Leo, socialising more, mixing, he had his first sleepover at the weekend a friend came round, which is a huge milestone, and then even more so, after a sleepover where he would be notoriously tired he went back over to his mate's house for the day, on the Saturday, so um, yeah, so that was really, really good to see big big milestone and he's a bit tired today to be expected as he gears up for another week at school you know one two hours a day plus his private tuition so um so yeah I'm uh, super happy with how it's gone for him and uh, the rest of my time was doing garden clearance because I've got a surprise party for my wife coming up and uh, I need to uh, just note to uh, social media team do not publish this until after the uh, 28th of May, in case my wife does on the odd occasion watch this episode. So it's a surprise birthday party for us. Usually my episodes are about a month behind, so there shouldn't be any problem. But anyway, um, so I'm clearing what can be described as about a third of an acre of jungle-like brambles and undergrowth. So I've got this uh, petrol-powered brush cutter. It's a multi-tool, so it strims, it brush cuts. Um, it hedge trims and chainsaws with an extendable pole together. So it's a super powerful bit kit, and um, I've managed to get through in about three days, probably three quarters of it now, which is uh, which is cool. You've got to kind of get it safe now and usable so that when we get 42 kids or whatever coming around, uh, there's enough room for them to run around and be entertained. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me. But um, yeah, good weekend. Um, gearing up for next week, I had a comment from someone, actually, who uh, who wants me to do weekly summary um, videos again. Weekly highs and weekly lows, so I'll, I'll probably start that next week. Um, well, I'll give the highs and lows of the week that's gone past from a business perspective, because I know that some people watch me for my entrepreneurial activities, some people run for my running philanthropic activities, and some people are probably sad enough to, to want to watch me for my personal, boring, private life. But, I like boring and I, I love it. So there you go. But anyway, um, so I will start doing that from next week. But that's it for me today. As always, any comments, uh, drop me a line, I'll respond to everyone. Do remember that this vlog is part of the Rappaner Challenge, which is my fundraising mission to save the life of children by attempting the ultimate ultra marathon. Check the link in the comments below to find out more about the challenge, how you can support it. Uh, but do give it a subscribe and a share, as the more people we get in front of, the more money we raise. We've also just launched our fundraising a sustainable fundraising campaign called Caffeine for Kevin The idea behind it is if people can afford to donate the price of a cup of coffee just once a month £1, £2, £5 or an amount you won't notice leaving your account that's the sustainable part of it and uh, because it's such a long challenge a £1 a month subscription is worth £125 to a child who needs it which is a life-changing sum of money a £2 a month subscription is £250 a £5 a month subscription is £625 huge sums of money that will genuinely save the lives of children. So uh, we call it Caffeine for Kevin. I won't ever get to drink those cups of coffee because the the proceeds will all go to charity. But it will still give me the same caffeine boost as a cup of coffee would have done seeing that money coming in every single day. So um, every single month. So uh, please do support me if you can. Thanks as always. Stay positive, stay happy and I'll see you again tomorrow.